This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Episode 9, Backups. In this episode, Adam and Peter discuss how good backups are the next best thing to never losing any data ever. Hello, Peter. We're going to continue on your white paper of 10 critical steps to survive a ransomware attack. And we are now on step seven, having a rock solid backup. You care to enlighten us? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, backup. <coughs> Backups are awesome. And uh, they're, 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 they're sort of like insurance, you know, where you, you hate having to deal with the hassle of them until you actually need them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if your luck is anything like mine, you'll find out that your backups are inadequately just after you find out that you really need them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, fortunately for me, I learned my lesson of having good backups back when uh, I was in college. And I lost a database mm-hmm. of uh, all of my comic books. Uh, so, um, you know, it didn't cost me any business, but it did cost me, you know, many hours of work and years of data that I had been accumulating since oh, I was yeah. a kid, you know. And uh, as a result, I had to recreate the database and, you know, lost a lot of time, essentially. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that was a hobby. That was for fun. And if your business is down because your primary line of business data is gone, it's not that simple. No. Uh, You know, if if you imagine that the same thing happens to your business... Uh, you know, like, uh, just for example, uh, recently, again, the, the, uh, business of mine that was struck by ransomware that prompted us to write this paper and, uh, you know, do this podcast series was, uh, down for 10 days because a single computer contracted a virus and it managed to go through and encrypt every single Microsoft document, every PDF file they had, every video, audio file, access database, everything. And they were completely uh, uh, offline for 10 days. They had no choice but to pay the ransom because they had no backups. Yeah. It, was, it was that simple. So, um, you know, most businesses that we encounter have some sort of backup. And that's the good news. Mm-hmm. The bad news is what we see is they're often inadequate. And, you know, there's, there's many different types of backups, obviously, Adam. And as you know, I'll, I'll be asking you for, you know, your opinions and thoughts on some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did is I broke them down by attribute. So okay. there's many different types. There's lots of different vendors of backups. Um, your company and my company, we both offer uh, different options for backups, and we use some of the same vendors. Uh, although, you know, like there's a couple of levels of, <clears throat> excuse me, of indirection. Like I know <laughs> you use uh, one that has a solution uh, from a company called StorageCraft, mm-hmm. whereas we don't use StorageCraft directly. But one of our products that we carry does use StorageCraft, for example. Yeah. But we're not going to get into the super technical, you know, like under the hood stuff. I, I broke this into, you know, layman's terms, very simple, high-level types of backups. Cool. And the first attribute that I will ascribe to a backup is whether it is automated or manual. Okay? So that's not too technical, right? Yeah. It's pretty simple. And uh, as you can imagine, a manual backup 
is one that is done by a person, right? It's not going to happen on its own. You or, you know, one of your one of your employees, one of your staff has to actually perform the backup. Now that could mean you walk over to the server and stick a tape in the drive. It could mean you go into your QuickBooks file and click on file utilities backup. It could mean you drag all the stuff that you worked on today off of your desktop onto a USB thumb drive. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's an example of a manual backup. Or you burn something to a DVD, right? Or yeah. if you're real old school, to a CD. Or if you're really, really old school, you copy it to a floppy disk. <laughs> a lot of floppy disks. <laughs> a lot of floppy disks, exactly. <laughs> well, and, you know, manual backups are generally the cheapest because you don't... You don't always have to buy software to do that, but mm-hmm. it's it's usually the worst method. <laughs> it's the least reliable. Least like, reliable. Know, anything that relies on a person to actually perform the backup eventually will not be performed mm-hmm. because you'll either forget about it, you'll get too busy, uh, you know, your schedule won't allow it. You won't be in the day that you're supposed to be doing that backup. You know, just think about it. Uh, we worked with a, uh, a client recently, and the, um, the owner was doing the backups manually every night. And uh, once a week, he would take the backups off-site with him. And I asked, I said, who does the backups when you're not in? And he just kind of looked around and said, oh, well, you know, Sally does or whatever her name was. I was like, okay, does she always do it when you're on? Well, not always. (laughs) And I said, okay, so it's possible that your backups, based on everything he told me, I said, it's possible that your backups won't run for two weeks. Would it be bad if you lost two weeks of data and the operations officer who was in the the meeting with us, she's like, that would be devastating. <laughs> I was like, all right, so yeah. there you go. When I had a client very similar, uh, I mean, but he he lost, I mean, he essentially lost his mind. I mean, he just forgot. They moved from one office to another and they had this, uh, something snap, Q snap, O snap, something, but it's got a removable hard drive. So he does the backups every night, removes re- removes the hard drive, takes it off site. Well, they moved offices, and um, I checked it, and I was like, dude, uh, how, you know, are you still r- rotating the tapes? And he's like, when well, we stopped doing that when we moved, I'm like, well, that was last summer. That's been like nine months. He said. Well, I didn't think we had to do that anymore. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> why would you think that? I, therefore, we don't need backups, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you came to that conclusion. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know either. Yep. I said, I said, we offer that service, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. yeah, and that's a, you know, that's funny. I've definitely encountered clients where we've made you know changes where they've moved to a new system and for some you know which i'm sure seemed completely reasonable uh reason in their mind they thought we don't have to do x anymore mm-hmm. you know but unless you're like uh, purchasing a new subscription or a new service or something that says you know like we will take care of all of this for you so you don't need to do this anymore don't just assume that you know oh something is new we don't need to do that anymore that's that's kind of dangerous <laughs> say hey i just bought a new car i don't need to put my seatbelt on anymore <laughs> no, no got, you're, yeah you really should you really should yeah. <laughs> So um, obviously, if you know manual backups is one type, then automatic or automated backups is the uh, the counterpart. Mm-hmm. 
what's really nice about this is they just happen on their own, right? They, they just run on a schedule. They can happen weekly. They could happen daily. They could happen, you know, as things change throughout the course of the day, right? They can happen just, they, they just happen. And that's the nice part. The danger is, though, they still need to be checked on, right? You can't just assume that those are running. And we have had several encounters with clients over the years where backups did not run for many weeks or even months, and nobody knew because they weren't checking on them. Exactly. He said, oh, well, I thought it was automatic. I'm like, well, yeah, it is, but you got to test it. it it's kind of like a fire alarm, you know, mm-hmm. or a smoke detector. You don't just say, oh, well, yep, we've got smoke detectors. We're good. No, you, <laughs> you really should check it. And I remember, it's funny, like when I was a kid, they used to say, oh, you know, check the battery in your smoke detector every year. On your birthday is a good time to remember. Yeah. Um, now you're supposed to check them, what, every month or something? Or I, I forget, but it's not every year. Yeah. You know? Like with your filters or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, Spring and so, the fall, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, it was at least twice a year. So. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, things have changed because they realize, you know, letting things sit for a year without looking at them is a bad idea. And same with your backups. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you know, you want to make sure that you do, first off, have an automated backup. This is my opinion. I think automated backups are superior because we will eventually forget. Yeah. But on some sort of schedule, you need to check them and make sure they're actually running. And again, this is something that if you're not an IT expert, hire somebody else to do it. Make sure it's part of the contract and make sure they're reporting to you on a regular basis saying, hey, we checked the backups. They're working good, you know. Mm-hmm. So, wow. so yeah. Go and they, they should get a log every day letting them know that it was successful. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, we, we test our backups every month for every single client. Yep. And we let them know that so yep. they don't just assume that we've done it. We let them know. Right. Demonstrating, you know, it's like I said, trust but verify, you know, <laughs> just make sure that they're running. So two other differentiators in types of backups would be file level backups and full image backups. So a file level backup, essentially what that's going to do is it's going to scan your hard drive or hard drives and it's going to see things like, oh, here's a Microsoft Word document. I'm going to grab that. Oh, Mm -hmm. here's an Excel document. I'm going to grab that. Ah, here are some pictures. I'm going to grab those. And it backs them up one at a time. Uh, A good example of something like this would be a service like Carbonite or CrashPlan. They do a great job of catching your data files, but they don't always grab other stuff like metadata and metadata is metadata is essentially data about the data Mm -hmm. for example things like who owns this file uh you know is it a sensitive document that uh, only hr people should be accessing or is it just something that's open to the public um and the other thing that uh, these things don't do is they're often not perfectly effective in what's known as a bare metal restore. Mm-hmm. So if the computer goes completely belly up, like, you know, has a catastrophic failure, lightning strike, power surge comes in over the line, melts the thing down, um, to restore it, to get it back up and running, you need to first restore the operating system, you know, which means you have to have the original installation media. You need to bring that box back up. This is whether it's a server or a desktop or a laptop. And then you need to run a restore and pull your files back down onto this machine. And this can be quite a process. But it's not going to preserve things like your user database. So let's say you're just a small company with 10 employees. 
and all you have is a crash plan style backup on this machine. Um, something goes catastrophically wrong with the server, and you need to reinstall it from scratch and then restore your data files. All of your user accounts need to be recreated. All of the permissions that uh, were set up to various shares and printers and things on the server need to be recreated. Uh, all of your computers need to be reconnected back up to the server. So if you can remember what it was like when you first installed the server and you had to run around and join all the computers up to it and point everybody's files at things and set passwords and stuff, you have to go through all of that over again. Mm-hmm. Right? So not fun. You know, okay. it's, it's, it's a process. And it will result in some downtime. Uh, even if you have insurance that says, oh, well, we're covered in case something like this happens. That's wonderful. You're still going to be down for probably at least a week, you know, probably may- maybe more, depending on what, what sort of standby hardware you have, because you've got to get replacement hardware, you've got to locate all the old installation disks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. So far superior to something like a file backup would be a full image backup or a snapshot backup. Mm-hmm. What's really nice about these is they take a full snapshot, in quotes, of the system, and they allow you to restore the system completely to a prior point in time. They also allow you to restore individual files, so that's nice. You can generally pull out a single file from one of these, or you can just, boom, snap the entire system. I shouldn't say that all, not all of them do that. Some sorts of image backups really are just a clone, and if you want to go back to you know, the way things were two weeks ago, you have to go back to the way things were two weeks ago. You can't just extract a single file. Good backups will combine this, and I'll allow you to do both. Mm-hmm. But I digress. So a nice thing about an image backup is that, like, again, say something goes totally wrong with the box. um, You bring in a replacement computer, and you do a restore, and you put it back to the way the old box was. And it preserves all of that metadata, all that special information about the users and your file shares and your printers. All that custom configuration stuff can come back. What's really, really cool is when you combine this type of backup with virtualization, the mm-hmm. virtual machine. Because then what happens is you can bring back that physical computer that you had that crashed. You can spin it up as a virtual machine. And you know this can be done on pretty much anything. You could even do it on a, a strong workstation. And suddenly your server is back up and running to the rest of the network. All your computers, they have no idea there was ever any outage. Everything is just running. Maybe it's running a little more slowly because you're running on a, you know, a less powerful backup box. Mm-hmm. But your business is back up and running. And the right style of uh, image backup combined with virtualization can have you back up and running in minutes as opposed to days or weeks. Right. You know? So that's a very powerful argument to have something like an image backup there. Um, two more differentiators are whether a backup is local or remote and remote can be, uh, is also another way of saying that is offsite or in the cloud. So those are, those are all different options. They don't, they don't necessarily have to be a remote backup could be like something you just keep at your house, for Mm -hmm. example. Um, the advantage obviously of local backups are that when you need one, Hey, it's right here. That's great. 
you know, we don't have to go very far for it. There's our stuff. The disadvantage is, let's say you keep your backups in the server room and there's a fire in the server room. Well, you've just lost both your server and your local backups. <laughs> Not bad day. Great. Right, bad day. Exactly. So ideally, what you want to have is a local backup for quick, speedy restores and a remote backup which is kept off-site, which is going to be separate from some sort of disaster. Now, if you're like in an earthquake-prone area, you want to have it very far away. Uh, you know, if it's not such a big concern, and you know, maybe you just take a, a backup copy, you know, backup drive home, that's fine. Um, my preference is to do a cloud-based backup, which backs up into a secure data center somewhere off-site, as well as having a local backup. And again, this combines the best of both worlds. If you need something in a, you know, uh, really quickly to restore something, you don't have to wait for a long download uh, you know, down over the internet or you don't have to drive home to get the backup drive and then come back to get it, for mm-hmm. example. Um, but you call same- that uh, one, two, three. Is that what you, isn't that what you call that? Uh, yeah, I think people call them one, two, three backups or three, two, one backups where you want to have three copies. Um, you want to have one on-site and, uh, or is it two on-site, one off-site? Because one is the actual copy on your server. Yeah. One is the copy sitting next to it and one is the copy off-site. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I like to have an off-site backup and an on-site backup. Yeah. And that means, and, and some people make that differentiator, I don't, but if you have an on-site backup, that is not the original copy. So if you have one copy on your server, that is not a backup, that is the server, that's mm-hmm. the master. So you have one backup copy on-site and one backup copy off-site, and for a total of three <coughs> copies of the data in total. So when you put all those together, you know, even the smallest of businesses today can afford to have a backup that combines all of these, the, you know, the best of all of these. You can have automatic, image-based, local, and remote backups. And this is not a super expensive proposition like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Depending on the level of you know data that you're talking, you, you can have this for hundreds of dollars a month. Uh, you know, like five, ten bucks a day, maybe, uh, and maybe even cheaper by the time. Who knows? I haven't looked at the prices lately, but you know, storage prices keep going down all the time. So mm-hmm. these can be really cheap. So there's really no reason for you not to do this. And again, this is a critical, critical line of defense in ransomware that has not been had in a lot of these recent uh, ransomware attacks, particularly on hospitals that we've seen. They have opted to pay the criminals demands for ransom because their backups were inadequate. That's just ridiculous. I mean, it's not just a ransomware case that could cause this. What if they had a fire? Well, we just lost, you know, 30 years of patient records. Oh, well. So, you know, it's just just nuts that we're hearing this, that people don't have adequate backups these days. Wait for that HIPAA call. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) Department of Health and Human Services called. They want to talk to you about your backups. (laughs) I I know plenty of clients who would have, that would be a very bad day to happen. So... Anyway, I think that pretty much sums it up as far as uh, what I have to say about backups. Yeah, well, and the um, oh, the crash plan type backup. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you got to restore everything. A, 
a good thing, you know, if we're looking for silver lining, a good thing about a crash plan backup and the backups of that type where they're only grabbing the files, the backups are a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not backing up the entire operating system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that I express, uh, even with my with my company and with my clients, is that, you know, money is not the most important thing. Now, we're all out for making a profit. But downtime is the most expensive thing. And mm-hmm. these backups, whatever type of backup, especially on-site with an off-site, you're reducing the downtime from, like you said, maybe an hour of downtime rather than 10 days. Yep. If they lose the whole building, not just 10, you know, 10 days, they may be out for weeks. But if you got an off-site copy... You can have that business, and you could have those users set up. Now, it's going to be a lot of work for, for the IT guys, mm-hmm. uh, guys and gals. It's not just guys anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a lot of work, but you could potentially have that company back up, you know, next day. You know, yep. you got to figure out a VPN solution of getting all those people onto your your sure. your hardware. But, but it could be done where, yeah. you know, 10 years ago, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might want to think of that new business idea you were planning. Now, now might be a good time. Yeah. yeah, that construction company you were planning. Let's go for it. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing. Is like in a in a real pinch. If like if you had a fire and all of your stuff was wiped out, uh, you know, it, it's certainly far from optimal. But you go to a local computer supplier, or you overnight a bunch of laptops or something. Uh, and you know you can start the restore process and get things back up and running fairly quickly, but uh, you know having standbys and stuff would obviously be preferred. But in a pinch, you know you run down to a you know a nearby store, you buy some laptops, you get them set up with a VPN to your virtual cloud backup server, and you're back in business. You know things are running again, mm-hmm. so it's certainly possible. You know these things that wouldn't have been possible like ten years ago. Uh, except for the biggest of firms that could afford redundant data centers and offsite locations and have hot spare servers just standing by just waiting for a disaster to strike. Oh yeah. So and you know that's one of the advantages of technology now we you know we smaller firms have access to the same type of uh you know same type of restore systems. So mm-hmm. cool. Well very good Peter. That's very uh comprehensive. Uh, I, I hope that we hit all of the, uh, the major points. So. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.